It's time to open up the hollowed halls of leadership. It's time to figure out what the secrets are to being a successful leader and running a successful organization. It's time for VoltCast Illuminating Leadership. Your host is Jeff Smith, an executive coach and business leader who has over two decades of forward-thinking executive leadership as a human resources and operations professional. Now, Jeff and his guest experts are ready to share their tips and studies with you. Now, here is Jeff Smith. Welcome and thanks for being here with us today. <clears throat> Excuse me, a little uh, frog in the throat here. I've got uh, Lee Hubert is here with us today as well. Lee, welcome. Oh, Lee dropped. Okay, well, you know what? We'll do the we'll do the intro and we'll keep going here. So, um, what we're doing today is a discussion about um, how do you do some time management as well as how do you do some activities in the workplace and cut down on the amount of time that it's taking. We'll share some best practices as when Lee gets back on here. Um, but what we're trying to do is help you be successful at understanding when do you need to fully invest uh, the time you're investing and when could you start to invest some less time. We'll also give you some ideas of um, what we've been doing with some of our clients to be sort of more mindful about how they're designing their time, both at the work as well as at home. So let me give you the information. So it's a beautiful day here in Virginia. And uh, if you want to reach out to us, the phone number is one 866 472 5788 we will also be reached at uh, Jeff at VoltageLeadership.com. Our website is VoltageLeadership.com. You can like us on Facebook at Voltage Leadership. You can connect with me on LinkedIn at Jeff Smith Voltage Leadership Consulting. And if you want to follow us on Twitter, it's at JMU Jeff. So as we uh, kind of launch in today, you know, what I'm sure is that most of you are always being asked for more and more meetings, be able to do more things that you've got to be able to get connected and um, running projects. My, one of my first coaching sessions of the day today was with an executive out in Seattle. And he, we were just laughing at the number of requests each and every week that he gets. And so it feels like he's always just running from one meeting to the next meeting. And so this makes it really challenging. And it makes it hard that it's feels like you're just never accomplishing anything. My second call of the day was with an uh, executive up at uh, NYU. And similarly, he's like, you know, if I just feel like I cross off one thing off my to-do list in a day, <clears throat> I feel like I've had a really successful day. And so I'm wondering, you know, for a lot of you, if that's not the way you feel as well, and you're just kind of chasing your, your tail and you're constantly scrambling. Well, if so, then you're very much like most of our clients. And so what we want to talk a little bit about is what are some of the things that we can do to help you um, be able to design your time a little bit more effectively? both, again, in your personal and your private life. And so what we've tried to do is, how do you start with an assessment? Um, so what we're going to try to do <clears throat> is help you design your time and then be able to um, make sure that you're getting as much accomplished as possible. Hold on, I'm just we're trying to reconnect with Lee. Um, looks like that will happen at break. So, um, Lee, if you're listening now, come ready, charged in and ready to go in just a few minutes. So, here's the concept. Um, Lee did a uh, offsite uh, recently. He was facilitating a strategic plan offsite with uh, the Symphony, okay, with uh, Symphony Orchestra in Virginia, and he was uh, able to lead them through a really great day. And he kept, picked up on a concept. And so, Lee, are you there now? Yes, sir. I'm sorry for the technical difficulties. It's all good. 
All right, Lee, good to hear from you. So I was just sort of giving an outline of the of the show for the day. Um, but you know, I think you were leading the strategic planning offsite for the Lynchburg Symphony, and you came up with this concept. Do you want to tell us about the concept? Yes, please. The concept, uh, it was called Alla Brevi, which uh, is an Italian musical term, which means either cut the time, meaning cut the time in half, or play a little bit faster. And easy to say sometimes, harder to do, but think about it for a second. If you are in one of those places where you're being asked to do more with less, and so it uh, applies to our workplace, um, you know, what speed are you playing at? If you are applying a la brevi correctly in musical terms, everybody makes beautiful music together. If for some reason uh, it's a mismatch and we're not on the same page, it can be off pitch, harsh, in the wrong key, all those things that don't sound too well. So if there's some frustration out there that sometimes our task doesn't fit the time or vice versa, you know, we question sometimes, how can we shorten the time what we need to do? In other words, in musical terms, you know, do we know what our personal and professional time signatures are, and how do we go about changing them? So um, that's the Ala Brevi concept, and we'll apply it uh, more to that as the show unfolds today. Great. Thanks, Lee. Um, you know, so it's an interesting word here. What's time signature? So, you know, I think that's, uh, you know, I talked a little bit about uh, designing our time and, um, you know, trying to make sure that we're trying to get the most out of our day. But what do you mean by time signature? Time signature for you music musicians uh, in the audience will, will recognize it or, or you music fans has to do with how many beats per measure a particular segment of music has and what a time signature means does it go fast? Does it go slow? Does it start out slow and does it pick up fast? In voltage terms, a lot of times we refer to going hard or picking up the pace or pacing and it has to do with managing your energy in addition to managing your time. So the time signature for a piece of music is as any musician would be able to look at the musical notation would be able to say, yeah, this piece moves along pretty quick or this piece is much more delicate and needs to go slow by design. So when you apply this to uh, the real world of management or personal life, for that matter, when I say knowing your time signature is, first of all, what's your default? Are you going fast? Are you tending to go slower? Do you sometimes mismatch or miss the time signature of the environment that you're in? Good. Well, you know, it's interesting. Um, having come off a, um, a holiday weekend here, and thanks to uh, all that have served, and, and especially the ones that, uh, you know, families where, where the ultimate sacrifice was made, uh, we really appreciate the all the veterans out there and all that they gave to us. Um, mm -hmm. You know, it was, um, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, an example for us, we have been really going at it fast the last few months. Uh, for, for those that don't know, I've got a daughter graduating from high school. You know, mm -hmm. we've got the four kids. It's been uh, a lot of travel. And um, my daughter had uh, a friend that was having their 18th birthday party. So we decided to stay in town this weekend. Normally, it's uh, kind of rush, get out of town on Friday, have a really relaxing weekend up in the mountains, and then kind of rush back here on Monday. And so there's nice downtime, but it's not um, always uh, sort of matching the pace. And what I'd say about this weekend that we, we were able to really uh, 
match the pace. So it really felt like we were in sync as a family. We had a great time. Uh, we went hiking. We got we got a little you know mulch done. We did a little cleaning of the house, get ready for graduations and things like that. But we also went on this nice eight mile hike up uh, you know on the Appalachian Trail up to uh, McAfee's Knob. Got a little golf in, and and it was just fun to see how much in sync we were. And that the family was really connected, and the laughter and joy were, were all sort of matched. And what it struck me was, you know, it's probably been a good three, four months since we were all in sync together. You know, so I didn't realize that was what was going on, but it's very much what you were what you were talking about. Well, that's part of it, and it's interesting. I did see those pictures up by the knob too. They looked great. I saw the boys sitting there looking all summer esque, and that was all cool. So I'm sure a good time was had by all. You know, Alabrevi is interesting. It's I'm going to marry it to a couple of thoughts, and this will be the, the really the meat of the matter, a basis for our discussion today. It's when's the last time you were able to redeem time or have time given back to you? Or, said another way, when was the last time somebody gave you back time uh, or you gave time back to somebody else? So you're in a meeting and you and I have been over this ground a, a number of times in, in voltage content, you know, the meeting's a standing meeting. It takes an hour, and people show up. They have coffee. They're creatures of habit. They show up and are expecting the thing to last an hour. Does it? Does it need to? Um, probably not. And if we're honest, probably a lot of our activities don't. So a la brevi is uh, the concept of cutting to the chase. So... In the symphony world, you know, we were looking at different ways to engage with potential audience. And, you know, symphonies are great. I'm a big classical music fan, worked for the Milwaukee Symphony. Just a huge, huge fan interest for me. But, you know, we're interesting people, or we're trying to interest people who may not have that level of familiarity. So we're trying to offer them a little bit, uh, something a little bit shorter, a little bit a la brevi, so they can get the idea, get the maximum benefit of being there, experience it, and not necessarily having to be there all night to do it. It's kind of like people who aren't baseball fans wouldn't want to sit there for three or four hours uh, watching a baseball game. So these questions that revolve around being a la brevi are, uh, you know, cutting the playing time or playing faster. They do impact the, the personal and professional life. And I've got some questions to ask our radio audience. First one is we are we habitually out of time running from one meeting to another? I know you never do that. No, no. <laughs> uh, another one, is there an ongoing sense of frustration that our task list just doesn't seem to fit the time curve? And, yeah, you can manage your time and all that. I get that. Uh, but to my point is, is there ongoing frustration? Third question is, how do we shorten the time needed to do what we need to do? Mm-hmm. And just let that sink in for a second. We just, I get asked that question a lot. You know, in our busy world, how do we cut to the chase a la brevi? Um, next question, you were just touching on it. Do we know our time signatures? And if we do, do we know how to change them? Um, voltage content that we've talked about in the past has to do with five gears, you know, are you in first gear or second gear, third gear, swing gear, fourth gear, multitasking, fifth gear, cerebral offline, you know, um, strategic gear? Um, we all have a default gear. Likewise, we have a default time signature. Mine tends to run, I'm going to say, for you music fans out there, probably 
uh, more than a 4-4 four, four time signature, more like 8-8 eight, eight, or more like 8-4, eight, 8 beats per 4-bar measure. I tend to go pretty fast, as do a lot of people who are in our world of leadership development. I know Jeff doesn't go very fast at all. <laughs> well, Lee, speaking of fast, our, our first segment has gone very fast, and so we're halfway yeah. through the questions. So let's do this. When we come back, uh, we will talk about the uh, you know the four questions. Uh, appreciate you uh, joining us, Lee. I know we had a little challenges at the beginning, but really appreciate it. And I want to talk, start to bring this to life and start to talk about what are some of the ways that we actually do this and make sure that folks understand how do we how we take these concepts and put them into our day in and day out life. So when we come when we come back from break league, we'll uh, we'll go through the last four questions and then we'll start to put this uh, a la breve uh, into work. So, audience, thanks for being with us. We'll be back in two minutes. Streaming live, the leader in internet talk radio, VoiceAmerica.com. The latest business information is made simple with the Voice America Business Network. The professionals in the business world bring you live talk radio shows featuring an array of business topics, strategies for building wealth, sales and marketing, stock trading, investing, and business technology. Voice America business hosts are professionals in their fields and bring to the airwaves weekly business discussions that offer up-to-date information, advice, and education. The Voice America Business Network, the bottom line in business talk. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. These days, everyone is looking for information on staying young, healthy, and fit. The Voice America Health and Wellness Network is here to help you on your quest to better health and a better you. We talk about everything from diet, fitness, and aging to substance abuse, personal growth, mental health, and much more. Learn from our experts who cover health and wellness from traditional and holistic perspectives. Tune in to the Voice America Health and Wellness Network. Healthy living starts here. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com You are listening to Volcast Illuminating Leadership. To reach Jeff Smith or his guest today, please call 1-866-472-5788. Again, that's 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to Jeff at VoltageLeadership.com. Now, back to VoltCast Illuminating Leadership. Welcome back, and so glad you could be with us today. I've got Lee Hubert here with me. Who yes, sir. We've been going through a conversation uh, from his symphony uh, off-site and being connected to orchestras and uh, this concept of a la breve. So we'll get back into that. Lee, just before the break, had asked us four questions. So I just want to repeat those questions um, for folks, and then we'll pick up with the last four. So -hmm. the first question Lee asked us to really think about is, are we habitually out of time, running from one mean to another? As our friend uh, Scott Eblen says, we're kind of racked and stacked. All our Mm -hmm. days just kind of go fast, fast, fast. The second one, is there an ongoing sense of frustration that the task doesn't fit the time? Sure, I certainly have lived that one. Number three, 
How can we shorten the time needed to do what we need to do? We will come back to that one because I know you got some ideas on that. And then mm-hmm. the fourth one, right before break, do we know our time signatures and how to change them? So, Lee, why don't we pick up uh, with uh, the, the fifth question that you want to ask our audience? Okay, please. And we're going to introduce some Italian music terms here. So for you music fans, you want to jot these down because they do apply to our, our professional life and our management practice. The fifth question is, are we playing solo even though we're part of a larger group? Translation, are you part of a larger group and you're not connected? Meaning, are you bunkered, siloed? Uh, unless by design you are playing a solo part, that's a different discussion. Um, sixth question is, when orchestrating plans, I love that, Jeff, orchestrating plans. I say that by uh, words, yes. Yes, it is, it is. It's intentional. Are we being realistic? Um, and then the seventh and eighth questions, and we're going to answer all these, is when was the last time we intentionally gave back time to somebody else? Mm. And then the converse is when was the last time we actually had time given back to us? And what a gift that is. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. You know, I'll occasionally have uh, someone that has to reschedule their coaching appointment. And it's amazing just what that can do to your whole outlook of the day. You know, I'm normally sad that I'm not going to get to work with somebody. But there's also been that hour feels like, you know, four hours. You know, even though it's the same one hour, it would have been spent either way. Isn't it fascinating, though, how like when you get that time back, you're like, whoa, look at all I accomplished. And I I feel like I had such a hugely successful day. So um, I'm interested in a few of these concepts. Lee, where do you want to start? Well, uh, let's talk about some of the Italian terms, and we'll when we'll answer to some of these questions. Sure. So let's think about where are we? Are we if we're running out of time? And write these four things down. The word staccato. Um, you know, if you know your time signature, it helps people understand if they're staccato, and that means disjointed, disconnected, like playing solo when you're part of a bigger group. The converse of that is legato, ready in your Italian brogue, legato. And that means smooth, flowing, uh, you know, in harmony, right? A part of the process, um, you know, going with the flow. So, you know, we talk basketball terms sometimes about going hard. In music speak, that means allegro. And it's not the allegro, like if you have allergies, like a lot of people here in Virginia do, uh, allegro is wonderful stuff. But allegro is knowing when to go get after it and intentionally put the hammer down. Uh, The converse of that is adagio, or in Spanish, mas despacio. But adagio, it's like going slow, more delicate, uh, you know, understand, you know, the tonal quality of what it is you're trying to accomplish. So, you know, where we're going with this is, first of all, you need to begin with the end in mind. You need to really do think about your minutes. You know, we talk about time management in terms of time we're creatures of habit, Look at your calendar. It's triple booked. You're trying to take things off your calendar. And I know, Jeff, you have coached and counseled a lot of people about how to do exactly that in standing meetings and those uh, sorts of things. So the thing I wanted to focus on is how can we shorten the time that's needed to uh, to do what we actually need to do and how do we request that of people? So one of the tools that we do and one of the things we want to take away today is setting the boundaries early in the conversation. And... You know, different people use different things. We have something called the two-minute rule. If there's something I can look at and touch and do it with feeling and make an impact on it, in two minutes or less, fine, I'll do it. If it's something that needs to wait, that's fine too. If it's something important that I want to start in two minutes, okay, I'll try to carve out the time. 
And if I'm in the meeting with you, I'm going to say, look, I've got about really 20 minutes of hard time here. Is this something we can do in 20 minutes? And if the answer is yes, awesome, let's have at it. If the answer is not, uh, okay, we'll have to reschedule it. So that means I'm going to be going after it allegro in that 20 minutes. You're going hard is what you're saying. Going hard. Now, think of our personality analysis as well, where if some people are high Ds on the disc for your disc fans, high Is, we tend to go allegro. We tend to go pretty fast. We're just wired that way. You are going to bump into some people that are going to be more deliberate, going to be more data-driven, going to be more um, uh, deliberate about their thought process, not necessarily liking to go allegro. You're going to be adagio, okay? So when my allegro bumps into your adagio, I want you to think it through and understand who's in my audience so when we orchestrate plans. Um, Now, speaking of orchestrating plans, are we being realistic? Um, so apply a la brevi. Um, if I can do this in some other time, great. Give back the time. Give it back to me some other time. Um, when you think about the planning process, let's say in round numbers, I need 50 of something, whatever it is, unit, dollars, whatever the case is. I need you to budget for double that. I need you to go way beyond that. Because if you're not, if you're just being staccato in your planning and you're not going legato very smooth and really thinking it through, you're going to end up uh, another musical term called SOL. The reverse is also, (laughs) (laughs) that's a a sol, that's an Italian word, it's SOL. Yeah, Um, sure. The the, the reverse of that is also true. If if I'm planning on needing uh, uh, only 50, I want to plan for for 100, meaning that I want to cut the time. I want to be realistic about my future plans. So one of the takeaways we want people to focus on today is how can they intentionally either give back time or redeem time? So I know you've had some thoughts about that in the past in terms of taking time off calendars. Sure. Yeah, you know, um, one of the things, I'm, I'm just picturing one of my clients over at uh, Carilion Clinic, you know, they were locked in to one-hour meetings, and truth be told, they probably were closer to hour, hour and five minutes. And I was able to just say, let's just cut the time by 15 minutes to start. Make mm-hmm. it a 45-minute meeting and see what you can accomplish. This might require, you know, thinking about getting on the same page. What's the agenda in these one-on-one meetings going to look like? Make sure that you know what you're going to have to cover. What's been interesting is that they've actually been able to, at times, give back 15 more minutes and say, you know, now that we're organized and we're not kind of rambling and going all these different places, we can do these meetings in a half an hour. And then maybe once a quarter, we'll, we'll spend a little bit more time in a longer strategic conversation. Please don't hear that these have moved to only tactical uh, conversations and leave sort of curiosity and strategic uh, conversations out. They're just more focused. They're able to, like you said, be locked in and really have a strong, firm 45 minutes or even 30 minute meeting. And so I think sometimes it's just, hey, just because Outlook or whatever system you use uh, comes in 30 minute or hour segments. Uh, what can you do to sort of change that some? So that's the first you, first thing. You're asking something that you're, you're touching on it where, where I was going to be going. You, you mentioned Outlook or whatever time management system you use. They do come in like, you know, 30-minute blocks and P&hour blocks. People tend to just, just to 
get comfortable with that. Here's a couple of things I would like people to think about, and we can you know talk about this more if if we've got a break coming up. But I you know the I want you to challenge outlook. I want you to put an odd time in outlook. At first, it's going to feel odd. Maybe even do 15 minute chunks or 10 minute chunks. But you're going to find that there's all kinds of time in between the time. Uh, that you were expending that you could use to do something else. In other words, be more legato. Another thing I would like uh, to challenge people to think about is early on in the conversation to tell people intentionally that I'm going to give you back some time. I know we're budgeted for an hour. We're budgeted for 45 minutes. Um, but I'd like to complete this in 35 and I want to gift you back the time and watch what happens when you do that with people because they love the fact that a you're finishing early, you're being respectful of their time and B they get to transition because a lot of times people are booked back to back to back so much triple booked, They really don't have a lot of thinking time in between uh, what they're doing and they show up ill prepared for the next thing on their mind. I'm laughing. Uh, just make sure if you make that promise that you honor it. You know, I can't tell me how many times I've gone to a meeting. Oh, we're going to get out early or we're going to do this. And then they don't. And often they extend it past. So when you make that declaration, honor it too. So if you say you're going to give back the time, it is now your job to give back the time. So I love that concept. Well, and going back to my thought about uh, orchestrating plans, I mean, you know, if you think you're going to need 100, you better budget for 200 to make sure that you that you get your 100, right? Always make sure that you're over budgeting uh, for what it is that you need and then under budgeting for what you want to deliver to your point. So you do re- need to be realistic is can I realistically get through this in 35 minutes? That means you must be, to your point, Jeff, really focused, you know, and that doesn't mean be, you know, robotic or cut out the chit chat or anything like that. It just means be a la brevi, cut to the chase, cut the playing time because the, cu- the conductor, the maestro is asking you to do so. Yeah, there's one that I want to hit here just before our next break, and that's, is there an ongoing sense of frustration that the task doesn't fit the time? And I just consistently see people that try to, you know, take an hour task and slam it into a 20-minute activity. You mm-hmm. know, and so uh, my encouragement is, uh, and you alluded to this earlier in the show, don't even start it. Like, if you know there's an hour task, don't start because what ends up happening is that you spend 20 minutes on it, but then you put it down for a day, two days, and you come back and you have to reinvest that same 20 minutes. So when you are thinking about starting a task, really think, how long is this going to take? And then, like you said, plan for it. Make sure that you got plenty of time on the backside so that you only touch this stuff once and you get it done and you don't tie up extra people or you have to redo work. And so be really diligent about how long something takes and be honest with yourself and don't think, oh, you know, I can get this done in 20 minutes when it's really an hour project. Absolutely. And you know, we use the, the term about ma- managing your minutes. You know, I had a, a mentor at one time that used that phrase, you know, don't rob or don't misuse my minutes. And a, a lot of people in their time signature, I mean, if they are adagio, they're looking at you cross-eyed going, I, I, what are you talking about? We've got lots of minutes. He's more allegro and to a, probably to a fall, but because of that ability to be sensitive to his time signature and get to a la brevi, he was able to accomplish more things in such a compressed amount of time. He was going pretty fast. However, uh, his results were tremendously uh, uh, rewarding and outstanding. 
Well, excellent. Well, talking about being fast, I'm going to make a quick exit to our uh, next break. So we'll be back in. We'll see you in two minutes. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com Psych Up Live with host Dr. Suzanne Phillips is an insider's glimpse at a life from a psychological perspective. It's a look at what matters to us. Why do we laugh? How do we cope with stress? Are men and women really that different? What is it about our relationships? How are they formed? How they work out? And why they sometimes don't? Every week is something new to engage you. Psych Up Live is heard every Thursday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. We'll turn up your perspective on life. Aliens with Gas, we are the extraterrestrial rock show airing every Saturday afternoon on the voiceamerica.com variety channel. <laughs> Whatever happens out and about, it kind of dictates our conversation. For sure. And we like to tie in a little bit of the past and obviously keep it real current. And real current was a couple nights ago right here in Phoenix, a phenomenon happened. On Thursday night. Phenomenon. Do, 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 do. <laughs> phenomenon. Do, 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 do. <laughs> Phenomenon. Do, do. All right, never mind. <laughs> That's every Saturday right here on the Voice America Variety Channel. All around the outermost rim of the shield, he set the mighty stream of the river Oceanus, creating Achilles' shield in Homer's The Iliad, Book 18. Rachel Carson in The Sea Around Us said, All at last, return to the sea, to Oceanus, the ocean river, like the ever-flowing stream of time, the beginning and the end. Moyer's Environmental Dialogues with Dr. Rob Moyer offers lively dialogue and revealing narrative inquiry into how individuals are overcoming obstacles and creating a greener and blue planet Earth. Tune in Thursdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, 12 noon Pacific on the Voice America Variety Channel. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com You are listening to Volcast Illuminating Leadership. To reach Jeff Smith or his guest today, please call 1-866-472-5788. Again, that's 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to Jeff at VoltageLeadership.com. Now back to Volcast Illuminating Leadership. Welcome back. I'm here today with Lee Hebert. Lee is a uh, outstanding facilitator, speaker, and uh, all-around great guy that we're just happy to be on the show with us today. Lee, oh, you, you are the man. I love it. Thank you. Yeah, there you go. Well, you know, we are walking through some of these questions, and what I want to really do for the audience is get down to some of these specifics. You know, so the question that you asked around, do we know our time signatures and how to change them? You know, maybe give us just a little bit more on that. And, uh, you know, I've got a couple ideas from my practice of, of, of how do I help people change them. But why don't you start? Sure. Okay. Well, as anybody uh, making music knows, you know, you start out someplace. You think of it this way. You see the little cleft sign in your mind and you see the, the lines on the paper. And for, the, for those of you who know how to read music, good on you. And you'll start, you know, with a uh, a bar, a measure of music. It's usually... 
uh, that come in fours. And then inside that little subset of four bars, and each bar has, you know, some beats, some, uh, you know, notes that are going to be played. And, you know, when you were wired at the factory, your sheet music had a default put on it of X number of beats per measure. Now, some people may not describe it that way, but we refer to that as your personality. (laughs) (laughs) Now, in addition to that, there's going to be other people out there that, you know, their sheet music may be configured like yours or not. And the first, very first step to your point, Jeff, is just being aware of what our time signature is. Um, You know, you can talk disc terms if you want. I prefer to talk about music. If I'm the sort of person that's going pretty fast and, you know, I get good results, but I may not be connecting with people that is going to be one of those situations where I'm asking the question, are you playing solo when you're part of a larger group? Translation, are you able to connect laterally or up or down with strategic relationships? Um, another thought about time signatures is to be aware of what the other time signatures are, the people around you. And if you don't know, observe, ask, or better still, listen. Listen to the music they're making. They will have a cadence, a rhythm, or they will have certain number of beats per measure, you know, plug into their rhythm. And we have all kinds of voltage content about, you know, getting it, getting to the right rhythm with people. But mm-hmm. once you do that, watch what happens, especially in leadership mode. If I'm coaching or counseling somebody and they're going real fast and I think they need to go a little bit slower or adagio, I will start ask acting adagio and they'll kind of get it plugged into my cadence. Or the reverse is true. If they're just sitting there like super adagio, I'll get a little, a little bit more allegro and say, hey, we got to move this thing along. Yeah, you know, it's interesting. I'd say that um, 90-95% of the people I work with as leaders go too fast, not too slow. Mm-hmm. I have the occasional, uh, I'm picturing one right now, that occasionally will wait just a little too long, will let the decisions kind of pile up. But most of my folks they really go too fast. You know, so if you're going to err, you know, assume that you might be going too fast. And here's what I mean is that you talk about maybe the vision or the strategic goal one time and you may have spent, you know, two months, six months, 10 months reviewing it, thinking through in your mind and putting that puzzle all together. Mm-hmm. And then we go and we only explain it one time to people. And now we expect them to be in, in harmony with us and producing and it just doesn't work that way. And so what I would offer for folks is that often what you do is you'll see what looks like resistance. And I say, that's just a lack of clarity. And so if you feel like people are not uh, in sync with you, then I would have you slow down, connect and ask the people that you're leading, what is it that you're seeing? What's, you know, what do you need to get to the next level? But most people think, okay, I got to go faster. We're just not getting to the results quick enough. When I say that most of the time you actually need to go slow down and make sure that there is clarity about what we're all seeing and did we all hear the same things? Hmm, interesting. So let me make this analogy. And for you folks in the radio audience, I mean, here, I'm the conductor. I'm whoever. I'm Stravinsky. I am Arthur Fiedler. I'm whoever is your conductor. In other words, your leader. And they're at the podium. And they have the baton, the baton in their hand. And your team is going to make beautiful music together. In fact, we just did this at an offsite for one of our healthcare clients, Bath uh, Hospital up in Hot Springs. I'll talk more about that in a second. But how do I get this team to orchestrate 
execute so it sounds well, so it doesn't sound flat, so it doesn't sound off-key, so it doesn't sound rough, so it sounds polished and rehearsed, and get this, pleasing to the ear, it resonates. Well, part of what it is that you just said, and if you're understanding how to redeem the time, remember, Ala Brevi is about giving time back or getting time back. That's the big takeaway from this. So I would ask people, when you're orchestrating that team, and you get to know people's time signatures, you know, especially in one-on-one mode, right up front. I mean, there's nothing wrong with saying, what can we do to uh, hit your, uh, what you want to accomplish with this, our time together in this amount of time? And the reverse is also true to your point. If it needs to be more adagio, because what the last thing in the world we want to do is having that uh, leadership baton in our hands at the podium is having people thinking or having uh, them convince us that they're on the same musical page with us when they are not. Because what happens is when the performance ends, they don't they don't know what they're supposed to do. And when you have to go back and reconvene, they have to go back and remediate. So just do it once with a feeling. We refer to that as rehearsing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> make sure make sure everybody knows their part. Make sure everybody knows what speed they're supposed to play at. Make sure the conductor needs to know who's good at playing what instrument and have them literally get on all the same page musically and philosophically. No, that's good. You know, Lee, I think it's also, um, you know, this concept of giving back time. Mm. Uh, one, one of the things I've uh, worked with my leaders on is on um, Friday afternoons to really review the upcoming week and see if the priorities still match. Instead of it just going into the week and kind of being zombie zone and, uh, you know, walking <laughs> along and just saying, oh, it's on the calendar, I've got to do it. Oh, yes. You've got a new set of priorities by the time you get to Friday. And so, to your point, maybe that activity that we signed up for, you know, three weeks ago that was a two-hour project review, you know, there's nothing to say that we can't cut that to an hour. Or, you know, that hour meeting where we've already talked twice this week, do mm-hmm. we still need that meeting? You know, or could it be solved by an email? Or, you know what, only two of us need to get together and make a decision. And so, I really encourage folks to say, look at the calendar and try to find if you can't give back 10% of the time. And so that frees people up and let's see what they can do with that creativity and be specific saying, hey, we're canceling the meeting because of X, Y, and Z. I hope you can get to the top priority on your list in this hour I'm giving back to you. So really try to not only give the time back, but also start to prescribe, especially for the people that work for you, prescribe, hey, I hope you can invest it in the project that you were talking about that you were so excited about. Interesting. You said a, you said a, a bunch of things there, and I want to extend this to strategic levels like boards and board meetings. In you know, boards are great. They're usually composed of really accomplished people that have excellent uh, credentials and are really invested in what they're trying to do. But in addition to that, there are times that because of all the personalities and talent in the room, that boards can get somewhat bogged down, and. I know you I know you facilitated board meetings and and I have where you know we've expressed some of that where you know everybody wants the same thing to kind of cut to the chase a la brevi and get to what they really need to get to but a lot of times that doesn't seem to happen so what I would do is to point out and offer for tools and tips and takeaways as a la brevi is applying it to the boards and you what you just said if, first of all if it's a team or a board can you form a sub-team and cut to the chase a la brevi? I mean, and then bring the solution. Can you distribute the sheet music and the reviews and the program 
well in advance so people have time to digest it, especially those folks that need to go more adagio because they're just going to need the time to absorb that material. Then you'll find when you get to that actual venue meeting, board meeting, whatever it may be, things are going to go legato, very smooth. They're going to flow very, very well. Another thing is when people get to that space, you know, is there an alternative Mm-hmm. Um, can you can you meet electronically? Can it be just literally jumping on the phone? Can it be Zoom, Skype, whatever the case may be? You know, I get it that sometimes it's not the same, but when you have a lot of people with a lot of input in a lot of different places, that does have its place. Yeah, I was uh, with a client today, and we're planning off-site for early June, and um, we've already got the agenda out, folks. Um, here's the pre-reading. You know, so they're getting three weeks to really um, be able to have a time to have read it, to understand it, to come with questions, and that's exactly what we were doing. We were already planning where in it uh, could we possibly speed it up as needed, and are there some places where if the conversation is going great, we might extend it so mm-hmm. that folks can really get on the same page. Um, what's really important about that, though, was that the leader wasn't just showing up to an offsite. You know, he spent the last month really planning and listing folks and to make sure that these couple of days that we're going to have together goes as smoothly as possible. He never lost track that this was going to be the most important thing that he does over the next six months. And so he's kept people really well prepared. I'm sure that there are plenty of other emails and there are some lower level meetings he could have been attending to, mm-hmm. but he never mm-hmm. lost sight of this. So when we get together, you know, I think everyone's going to be on the same page. We'll be playing as a group and it won't be sort of a solo effort where him up there kind of conducting us and mm-hmm. not having everyone following into his rhythm will be all mm-hmm. connected. So I'm, I'm actually very excited about this uh, upcoming offsite. Interesting. Well, you know, the you use a couple of words there, conductor. I'm going to use conductor in just a slightly different way, where, you know, when you when you facilitate meetings, I mean, as you know, I like to stand up, present, give talks and be speaking at Atlantic City, a bunch of other places around the country this year and have all fun kinds of fun and good results doing that. However, there's also facilitation and there's also conducting. I mean, if I'm a conductor, and I don't mean like an electrical conductor, I'm going to be taking all of these talented people with really high-end talent and talents and abilities, and I want them to come up together as a harmonious whole. So our output is really pleasing you there, and everybody loves to hear what we have to say and what we have to play. Well, the conductor is somewhat analogous to a facilitator, not from the perspective that we want them to be on what they're doing, but to make sure that we don't get stuck, that we get traction, don't we don't get stuck in the mud. You know, meetings of all Ooh, sorts. That's good. I'm going to conduct you right over. We're, we're <laughs> right up against the brake. So the, this conductor is going to step in and say, He's hey, we'll be at the time. I'm waving the baton. So we'll be back in uh, two minutes to put a uh, wrap on today's show. Talk to you in two. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. 
What sets apart VoiceAmerica.tv from the other video content providers on the Internet? Choice and flexibility means that you can host your video content live or on demand on the main VoiceAmerica.tv channels through your own branded media player or your own private TV channel. We support multiple media formats, so all of your video content can be in one place. We offer a number of advertising and video packages. For more information, visit VoiceAmerica.tv. If you think you've seen online TV like this before, let us surprise you. Are you finding your frequency? It can be described as that space between failure and success. It's the future of digital media. It's finding your voice. It's engaging topics, content, and ideas. Jeff and Ryan discuss the digital media space and all of its aspects. It's about making the mistakes, taking the chances, summoning the intestinal fortitude to step out of your comfort zone, and discovering what you can accomplish when you decide to try, decide to learn, decide that you have something to say, and find your frequency. Fridays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. The latest business information is made simple with the Voice America Business Network. The professionals in the business world bring you live talk radio shows featuring an array of business topics, strategies for building wealth, sales and marketing, stock trading, investing, and business technology. Voice America business hosts are professionals in their fields and bring to the airwaves weekly business discussions that offer up-to-date information, advice, and education. The Voice America Business Network, the bottom line in business talk. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. You are listening to Volcast Illuminating Leadership. To reach Jeff Smith or his guest today, please call 1-866-472-5788. Again, that's 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to Jeff at VoltageLeadership.com. Now back to Volcast Illuminating Leadership. Welcome back. I'm here today with uh, Lee Hubert. Lee and I have been together on the show today talking about really how do we give back time? How do we speed things up? How do we make sure we're in sync with our team? So mm-hmm. we're going we're gonna to close the day with, uh, as we normally do, with some tips and tools. So we may feel like we're a little here, a little there today. You know, those things happen. So we've been having a good time. And what I'm curious about is, uh, you know, Lee, I've got a couple of my best tips. So I'll, I'll start with that and then we'll I'll pass it over to you. Um, okay. One of the ones uh, that I really care about, uh, making sure that you know your own, we call it time metabolism. When are you best? What part of the day are you in the best space? When can you concentrate really, as Lee's suggesting, play the music to the best ability and maybe Mm -hmm. being able to cut time? So for me, I'm much more of a morning person. I'm able to kind of really be in sync and get going. What I've noticed, though, is that sometimes um, that doesn't match the person that I'm uh, calling or talking to. And so I have to really understand that. My uh, my third coaching session today was at uh, 11 o'clock, but that was only 8 o'clock uh, Seattle time. And mm-hmm. I'm all revved up and going and talking this fast and blah, 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 blah. And my client was still kind of <laughs> first cup of coffee and like wiping the sleepies out. I'm like, I find that Ooh. hard to believe you. Yeah, exactly. And it was just very interesting. We were doing it on Skype. Very interesting just to sort of watch and slow down and be like, oh, we're not in sync. And I was the one that was getting us out of sync. You know, I just wasn't noticing at first. And so I really 
you know, notice uh, your own sort of, as uh, Lee talked about earlier, your time signature. I'm one to go boop, boop, boop pretty fast. And I was playing fast when my client is there to think and pause. And this is a reflective time. And there are three-hour time zone difference. I'm well into my day. And so once I noticed it, it only took about two minutes for us to get in sync. And the rest of the hour just really went harmoniously. So understanding your own sort of time signature and noticing the other persons and trying to get in sync together. So, Lee, so, how about so you? So you were, you were in sync, Jeff? You were in sync, boy. That's in us. Sync. <laughs> Woo! Well, there back go. into Hang the... Hang yeah, There you go. Well, so, what about you, Lee? What are, a couple, what are a couple of your best tips here? So you were going allegro, and your uh, uh, person you were coaching was pretty much adagio, and I understand that completely. One of the things I would like to get offer for people is to have some sort of buffer zone between tasks or meetings. And to your point, if you know your time signature is adagio, give yourself a little bit of ramp time, okay? I mean, if you have a delicate piece of music and it, it you know, it's like bolero, okay? Remember, if you, if people who know who I'm talking about, this is Maurice Ravel, okay? Bolero, if you've seen the movie 10, that's the music from that movie. It starts out delicately and slowly and builds up to this big crescendo. So if you got somebody in your airspace on your in your orchestra that you're conducting that needs to do that and they are adagio, make sure you do that. Or if you are the adagio person, you are going to need some buffer, some time between tasks and meetings. So build that in, okay? In other words, either give back, you can give back time to yourself, by the way. There's no rule that says you can't do that. And you can do that by creating those buffers. When you do that, watch what happens because the time in between allows you to say, okay, I'm tapping my baton, I'm getting ready to play something new, and I'm going to go into a completely different direction here, musically, philosophically. Um, I know, Jeff, you and I have talked about this where you, you arrive at a situation and you think, I'm just not here. My mind is still back there on that last crescendo we were playing. Why Why is that? And the answer is because we did not establish that buffer between the two pieces. Yeah, along those lines, uh, I also encourage people to put things like thinking time on the calendar. And that's one of those slow down to speed up, right? So um, just by having that time, uh, I, I encourage it to be like one to two hours a couple times a week. You know, it's amazing what that will do. And you'll find that, oh my gosh, that hour can fly by, but then it makes all the rest of the meetings throughout the week go extremely well. And maybe that meeting you thought was going to take an hour because you planned, now only takes a half an hour. And Mm -hmm. so I really encourage you to to put some of that time uh, on the calendar. Uh, Using an earlier term, if we're kind of going in orchestra, that is like rehearsal. You know, it's practice. It's practicing, getting ready. The practice time is called, in this case, I, I call it thinking time, so that you can really think through, what are my desired outcomes when I get in there? Mm-hmm. Who are the key people? Is there something that I need to send out ahead of time so that people are ready? And so in that thinking time, you will actually, yes, you'll expend an hour, but you will probably save four to five times that because you're planned and you're organized and everyone will benefit from that. What do you got? Understand. Understand. Well, you know, here's another thing I'd like to offer up. And, you know, for folks in the radio audience, in your mind's eye, I want you to envision a graph with me. And it goes from left to right. There's a a vertical axis and a horizontal axis. And 
on that graph, there's going to be something that kind of resembles a sine curve or a wavy line. And that's going to be your day. That's going to be, you know, the orchestra that you're playing in, your part, your sheet music. And your objective on the right-hand axis should be legato, should be smooth. So sometimes you're going to have to go fast. Sometimes you're going to have to be allegro. It's just going to happen. Other times, you don't need to be allegro, to your point, Jeff. So what I would like you to do in your mind's eye is to think about this. You know, you've got hours of the day mapped out on this curve. Your your objective is legato on the right, a smooth, flowing rhythm if you can. Now, understand there's going to be some spikes in there where you have, either by direction or by circumstance, you're going to have to be Allegro. You're going to have to be Allegro. However, if you focus on Allegro and Adagio, you will avoid being staccato, which is all over the place, which is probably where I am a little bit today, Jeff, a little bit staccato. All I know is, um, you know, after all this Italian talk, I feel like a gelato, you know, so I'm ready <laughs> for some ice cream. I was Italian talk. I'm like, woohoo. <laughs> I love it. So, uh, Lee, thanks for the uh, the new concept. Uh, you know, I really do think it's about, hey, you know, how can you design your time? How can you try to find ways to cut the time in half? How do you look at things new in different ways? So, Lee, I really appreciate you being here with us today. Yes, sir. So, uh, uh, go ahead. I was going to say, it's a la brevi. Give the time back, cut to the chase, um, and, and make beautiful music together. Well, good. Well, let me just tell folks a little bit about a few upcoming things. So, um, we wrote a book um, about uh, our experience with interactive achievement. Uh, mm. It was uh, John Hagmeyer and Bill Wong and myself. And the book is called From Aha to All In, Life Lessons from an Unexpected Entrepreneur. Uh, it will be coming out June 15th. So, if you want to go out and pre-order it, you can go to johnhagmeyer.com or you can go to voltageleadership.com and you'll be able to uh, order it from there. Uh, so, we're very much looking forward to it. We'll, we'll have John on the show here soon and uh, we'll, we'll give you lots of life lessons about that. Uh, I also just want to give a shout out. Um, some of you are looking for graduation presents. Um, there's the book called uh, You Thrive. Uh, it's by Dan Lerner and Alan Schlechter. They will be on the show uh, later this summer, but it's about how can you uh, be successful in college and some leadership lessons and life lessons as well. It's taught from uh, two NYU professors and it's in their class, The Science of Happiness. So again, that's You Thrive if you're looking for a present for graduates, uh, either undergrad or even uh, from uh, high school or college. Uh, so... The next few shows, we'll have um, uh, Lee and Jennifer will be talking about some of our lessons that we learn, some more about some conversational intelligence, as well as um, sort of talking about summer plans and, and making sure that you get the most out of your summer plans. Mm-hmm. We really appreciate all your ideas and suggestions. If you need uh, someone to come in and help facilitate a group uh, or speaker, please think about us. You can find us at VoltageLeadership.com. You can connect with me at Jeff Smith at Voltage Leadership, or you can get Lee on LinkedIn at Lee at Voltage Leadership. If you want to check out our uh, Twitter page, it's Jamie Jeff, and you can also find us on Facebook at VoltageLeadership.com. In the meantime, thanks again for coming and joining us each and every week, and we will be back with some more leadership lessons next week. In the meantime, make it a great week. Thank you for tuning in to Voltcast Illuminating Leadership. 
please join your host, Jeff Smith, again next Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time and 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. We'll discuss another engaging topic next week.